אוקיי, בשם השם נעשה ונצליח. I want to welcome everybody to the Misrat Yesharim class for chapter 14, class number 2 and 14. And I'm very honored to have one of my very good old friends from Baltimore here. My neighbor. And this chapter of the Misrat Yesharim is a fascinating one. It's called about Prishut. Prishut means that one should not overly be indulgent. Um... There's this clip from a Bukharian rabbi in Queens going viral that he brings a tshuva from Rabbi Moshe Feinstein that you're not supposed to have marijuana and do drugs. And a lot of people send it to me. Mana, mana my, a lot of my congregants from Santa Monica send it to me. But it, it, these are elementary things, my friend. Anything that could... I just want to bring out this idea because... Uh, Oh my God, this is making me cry. But I've been a rabbi for 20 years now. Uh, God, it's really hard. Their faces come in front of me. I know 12 people in our community that overdosed between the age of 18 and 30. I no. mean, no, 18 and, 18 and 50. You mean they passed away because of that? Yeah. Oh. I mean, you got to know, a rabbi, you, you could appreciate this as a CPA, confidentiality, but, you know... You know, we don't want to speak ill about the dead, but, you know, sometimes, obviously, the family's going to tell people that, oh, he had a heart attack, this, that, that, but it's sad. See, the, you have to understand that there's a concept in Chazal, which is basically based on this Mesilus Yesharit. There's a concept in Chazal, which is very fundamental to know as a Jew. Any Jew that doesn't know this could be making, could be killing himself, could be literally murdering himself, and that is kasha sakanta misura. What does it mean kasha sakanta misura? It's more dangerous and hard and difficult to deal with life-threatening danger than even sinning, which means like this: even if you do the worst possible sin, you could always do tshuva. But if you put your life in jeopardy when you take drugs, right? I don't know. Is your middle name Elio Hanavi that you could resurrect the dead? Or like we're getting to Purim soon. There was a rabbi, they were eating with each other and then he, he whatever, you know? I mean, once you've, once you've gone over the cliff, That's it. it's, you're gone. And I once saw something about suicide. You know, I want to say something here. A lot of my colleagues, my rabbinical colleagues say I have guts. But one thing I learned from my Rosh Hashiva Zatzal Rav Weinberg, which was the most brilliant mind Rosh Hashiva near Yisrael Baltimore, and I learned from my other rabbi, Harav Eliezer ben David, which is the Mashkiach Apurat Yosef, and he built dozens of institutions for women around the world, and Kolalim in Mexico and Argentina. I liked about... I'm willing to talk about some things that nobody else is willing to talk about. Especially if life and death. Because this concept, I remember there was a time where uh, Rav Weinberg, his son, went skiing and he almost died. He had to end up having eight surgeries on his back. 
And the last three were done in Germany because they weren't FDA approved. So, risky behavior that could put your life in jeopardy is worse than sinning. So, what this Bukharian rabbi, which Ashrav Ashrech el brought out, such things, I mean, I don't know how much of a fool you could be to play with your life. But one of the Ten Commandments is do not murder. And that includes yourself. And the Ramam says somebody that murders doesn't have a chelik lo haba. So you're dealing with your destiny. This is what the Ramchal is coming to. Now Ramchal is taking this. So when I, what, I just want to address this because it was current events. And the Ramchal is saying prishut means that I want to take it to the next level. I don't want to be in the same galaxy as sin. So he says, So this is a little bit controversial for people like us, but if you look in the gra, he says the exact same thing, but even worse than this. It means like this. There are certain people that are letzanim. Now we're talking about Amalek, we're going to do Parashat Zachor literally in the next. There are certain people that have no respect for anything, no reverence for anything. I learned one, one thing from my Rebbe, the, one of the greatest Tamadei Chachamim in our generation is that's going to be one of the next Gedolei Hador of Tzvi Berkowitz Shrita. He always taught me one thing. Respecting Torah is more important than Torah itself. And people that have no self-respect and no respect for any rabbis, no respect... For, it's, that's Amalek, by the way. That's the klipa of Amalek that we have to destroy on Purim, right? People that ridicule and everything is a joke for them, Right? There are certain people, and if you read Tehillim number one, which I would recommend everybody to do, uh, Tehillim is the most marvelous of all books. I mean, David HaMelech, I, I want to tell you something else. If David HaMelech started Tehillim with Ashrei Ha'ish, Asher Lo'alach Ba'atzad Rishayim, Moshav Letzim, what is, what is the first Pasuk of Tehillim tell us? Don't sit with scoffers, with people that have no self-respect, Respect for God, respect for Torah, respect for... Because such things will lead to the most outrageous and disgusting possible conduct. The Ramchal here is saying just something very important. And that is, we should not associate with people that always are saying Lashon Hara. Even if it's juicy. (laughs) Which means, it says in the Gemara, in Chazal, Rabbi Lazar said... His colleagues, he did something very, seemed over the top. But you know what Rabbi Lazar said? My father used to say this. It was one of my father. When he, when he saw this, it was like, it was such in, in line with his personality. He says, Mutav It says, it's better for me to look like a fool in front of my friends, but not in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even for one second. So he would Okay, fine. So, you have to understand that there's certain people you have to cut off out of your life. You know why? Because if every time you sit with these people, they make fun of rabbis, they make fun of life, they make fun of... To respect that... I want to bring you a proof, by the way, to this. Do you know how many people attended Rav Ovadia Yosef's funeral? Rav Chaim Kaninevsky's? Yeah, Rav Chaim Kaninevsky was also three quarters of a million. I, how could every single yeshiva close? But don't we say that if every if there's one second without Torah in the world, the world will be destroyed? 
So from here, it's, I, I, this shear is not based on this, but I want to bring that out as part of the shear. Many places in Shas, you see this concept that there's, as important as learning Torah is, there's things above that. Like for example, Meshamesh Tamidei Chachamim, to serve Tamidei Chachamim, pour water on their hand, bring them tea, be like their personal, something that is head and shoulders even above the study of Torah, which we're doing together, and it's the greatest thing, is respecting Torah. You understand? So certain people that their energy level is anti, anytime you sit down with them, they either say Lashon Hara, because you know, inside of them, Haborek and Bomayim, inside of their mouth, their mind and their heart, there is no, there's a spiritual vacuum, so we human beings, like the Rosh Hashiva, Rav Salavechik said, if, if the mind doesn't have water in it, water is Torah. Our mind is a marvelous machine. If there's no Torah in it, what's going to be instead of in it? Junk. Mm-hmm. Junk. And some of the junk, you know, Einstein always said, there's only a limit <clears throat> to genius, but there's no limit to foolishness. Huh. Einstein used to always say that. So you have to understand that, of course, so, so you'll have certain sadiqim. Now, now, again, I want to reiterate this, this thing. The Ramchal, in this part of his book, is talking about Midat Chasidut. So you will have certain sadiqim, I know personally, that don't go to any weddings. You know why? Because there's, because there's someone that be just inappropriate. Yeah. So is that halacha? No. Is that, to be a sadiq, do you have to work like that? No. So even the Ramchal himself is worried that pe- people may take this overboard. He says, you should know, the Gemara in Kitubot also says, Which means, sometimes this could ki- consider Chil Hashem. Which means, let's say there's a certain sadiq that is so paranoid and so worried that he doesn't want to say Lashon somebody that's a, a, a new face in town, he says, oh, I'm not going to talk to him, I'm going to ignore him, because I don't know who this guy is, if he's a kosher person or not. So if I get, become friends with this new person, he may do something inappropriate, Lashonara. And then, so he becomes like a hermit, right? That's not appropriate either. Because the Gemara says, in the end of the day, you need to be me'urev ima you know, the famous story, it was, it's probably Saul Salanter's yurt site actually, last night. My yeshiva's named after him. When we saw Salanter, I'll just give you an example. There was, when we saw Salanter was just walking once, and, you know, somebody said hello to him, it was Erev Yom Kippur. The guy didn't answer. It's sad that we have people that daven for an hour a day, their Shwan Esrei takes 20 minutes, but they don't have common derech eretz. So we saw Salanter as the founder of the Muslim movement, grabbed him. In Farsi we say, And he said, listen, I told you Shalom. Common decency is what? Say it back. Say it back. So he said, oh, I'm sorry, Rabbi. And you know, Rabbi Sorrel Salanter was such a gogolador that I just saw an article in one of these uh, Torah journals. Even the Hasidim would call him Harava Hasid. He was such a... So I'm saying, even though you had a problem of Misnagdi versus, he was universally known as a tremendous, he said, listen, that's between you and God. But just because you're, so he said, Rabbi, I was afraid God may, I may die on Yom Kippur, right? You don't know the books of life and death are open. He said, that's between you and God. That doesn't give you a green card 
to, to, to not have common decency. So same thing here. As much as some certain chassidim may have this extreme caution that they don't want to do letzanut, they don't want to do um, scoffers and don't think, but because it says like, Cherub al Abadim, Talmidei Chachamim, they don't even trust other Talmidei Chachamim and don't discuss their Torah issues with a colleague, peer review, they deserve their heads to be chopped off. So, there is a certain amount of isolation that is very appropriate with people that you know or potentially know that that group is people that don't have any self-respect or respect for Torah and God. It's appropriate to stay a mile away from them. But to, to, to have this paranoia that anybody and everybody has to be like that and then you don't say hello to anybody and you, you know, that's not appropriate. Says, says, it's very good to have kosher friends. I don't want to brag, but this week I hanged out with one of the Rebbe's of Yerushalayim, the Makshay Muna Rebbe, I was with him a lot. And, which means the issue is this. Uh, unfortunately, I know, again, uh, my wife tells me I know too many people in this world. I know certain people that they never got married because they're socially awkward and these people need to get therapy with a professional psychologist that's also a rabbi. So, you always have to know the biggest Sephardic rabbi in the world is Rabbi Saki Yosef and Rabbi Yaakov Hillel. And Rabbi Yaakov Hillel, my brother-in-law, Rabbi Yehuda Moradia, and your friend, he has a very close relationship with Rabbi Yaakov Hillel. And I want to tell you one thing. It's very important to be normal. Right? When you start, there's so many people that have been the greatest tzaddikim in the history of mankind, but they didn't act normal and their kids went off the derech. So, the Ramchal is actually warning this. He says, even if you want to be a parush and a hasid and everything, you shouldn't do it at the, you, okay. Doesn't mean have no friends, have the right friends, right? Right? This is the Rambam says in Hilchot Teot. There's nothing wrong with having friends. Yeah, friends that are going to take you to bad places and do drugs and, you know, say Lashon Hara and, Watch movies together or, you know, watch Netflix together, which in, inappropriate stuff. Those are, but, you know, and it says, He says you could be a perfectly yashar servant of God and have very good friends and employ them. You know, I just wanted to also bring this out because this, the next year is going to be on, Parashat Mishvatim, Ella Mishvatim, Tassim Lifnehem. And we're going to have a shir on the fifth, fourth chilek of Choshen Mishvat. Which Rabbi Yisrael Salanter says, the biggest mistake, Chas Shalom, not to disrespect Rabbi Yosef Karo, the author of the Shulchan Aruch. But he said the big mistake is that he made it four divisions. And people think they only need to learn Arachayim, they don't learn the laws of business, which is, you know, me and my cousin know, and we know too many people, once it comes to money, it's like God doesn't exist, ethics doesn't exist. You lend them money, but they think it's a mitzvah not to pay it back. <laughs> you know, so Rabbi, the, the idea here is is that a law, a business law of Torah, civil law of Torah, will tell you it's always better if you have a job to hire a Jew because you have to first take pre- who takes precedence, Jew or non-Jew, your brother. 
So the Ramchal is also saying that also. He's saying if you want to hire an employee, why not hire a Sadiq as an employee? And he says, so he says appropriate chasidut and prishut is not to talk too much because I've seen this, I don't want to say a million times, but we've seen this countless times that once a conversation gets too long, inevitably, automatically, it leads to Lashon Hara. So appropriate prishut is keep it short and sweet. Like they say, the Hasidim say, like Boaz said, Omer lekotsrim Hashem imachem. People that are short and sweet, Hashem, God is with you. You know, it's like a Hasidic part. You know? And he says, this is Rabbi Netanelli, our great Kabbalist of LA, always says that, yes, especially now, where people are half naked, and unfortunately in LA, where the weather is always good, he said it would be appropriate prishud and chasidut to only look within your four amot, right? Within your, cause sometimes when you look, especially with all these disgusting, disgusting and despicable billboards, it's gonna stain your soul. So he says, the Ramchal says, don't think I enumerated all the different ways of being a parush, to be abstinence. The the wise person, the person that fears God and has to be, you could always add, you know, Yosif Chacham, a Chacham could always add, but again, we have to be very careful that when we do do this stuff, we should not make Chilul Hashem and be inappropriate and Especially now, you know, I just saw an article from the Aguda, the New York Times was attacking Hasidic Jews. They made like 10 different articles in the last year attacking Haredi Jews in America and Hasidic that they're not normal. I, I would venture to say that even if you want to be the greatest Hasid and Parush, you should go out of your way to always say hi to the Goyim and always have Derech Eretz. Because Derech Eretz Kadman Torah, I don't care. Rav Yaakov Hillel actually spoke in Neri Sroh. He was there a couple of months ago. He said, I don't call, care if you know as much Torah as Rav Avadya Yosef. If you don't have Midot, if you don't have decency, you don't have Derech all your Torah is worthless. So this has to be a golden rule, and Hashem should always help us to do that.